Hello and welcome to the Game Game Show, a game show about games, or today, a show about game games of the year. Ooh. I'm Luke Summer Hayes. I'm joined <laughs> by James J. Moyles. Hello, I'm ready to talk about some games I have played. Is he the James of the year? I'm also joined by Andrew Rice. Uh, hello. He is definitely the Andy of the year. And I'm joined by Muss. Oh, thanks. Sherlock here, boy. <laughs> He's at least in my top ten, Musses. <laughs> Name the other nine. <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she no longer a mass? Yeah, she's divorced. So, yeah. controversial pick <laughs> right off the bat there. <laughs> this is our Game of the Year show. Now, we are all going to try to guess one another's top three games of the year. But each game can only be on one person's list. So, presumably, we need more than three, right? Yeah. Because right, it's okay. going to be overlap. I think there's certainly one game that's going to yeah. be overlapping immediately but we'll come to that well i've currently um, got a list of seven it could be I a have. list of ten but can we include yeah. games which were released on a console this year but have previously been released on other consoles yeah i, I struggled with this one i i took a game out of my list that was released this year on a console but last oh. year on other consoles well, but that's even worse yeah. for me because if we don't include that rule i have four games on my list in which case, I, it's fine. I, I just need to re-put one uh, of the games uh, back into well, my list. Look, I'm just going to say, over 50% of my list I haven't actually played, so I don't think this fucking matters. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a list of games that I played this year that didn't necessarily come out this year, but I played for the first time this year. That could be right. fun. So let's vote on it. If a game came out this year, but that wasn't the first time it came out, does it count? Yes or no? Andy? I think we're saying yes. yes. Think, I'm alright with it. Jay says yes, Mus. Okay, that, it seems fine, but what if it was a game we played for the first time this year? I think it has I mean, to I... have released this year. Uh, yeah. In some capacity. What if it's a game as a service that's like always getting new stuff? Uh, I, if it's I got would, like a well, big sizable okay, update so this year. That's my next question. Can we include expansions? Yes. Well, you can. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. yes. I'm saying I think yes. Yeah. Okay, if that's the case, I can add another one onto my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got two I can add in on based on that. Um, Wait, so we're saying expansions, but my... what, what about a game that's like, it's not expansions, it's just stuff keeps getting added to it and you choose whether... It's just, just yeah, one, it's one costume was added. It's fine. Yeah. Well, no, okay. that... hmm. Can I include Dead by Daylight is what Mass is saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at League, presumably. The other thing that I need to... So we can say yes for now. At the end, when all three games have been guessed for all four people, we each get to nominate one that we think someone else put in that was bullshit, and the others can vote on whether indeed it was bullshit. So if you're just going to okay. list games that you don't even like so that no one else can get the points, then yeah, you'll get called out for it at the end. So yeah, if I you do list League of Legends, we might give you shit at the end. It's <laughs> rude. Okay, final question for everyone. Once we start guessing, are we going to do it snake style or just one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four? Snake. Cool. <laughs> uh, don't care. I know I'm, you I'll don't care, Matt. But Andy, if you're going to say snake style without saying snake as if snakes just died, I won't allow it. So just one, two, three. I'm never going to say that. Though, well, I? So, I, okay, no, then we're doing it linear that, style, that goes I guess. That against my religion. 
Wow, I can't believe we're, we're yeah, unless you ditching do, the wonders of sneaking. Yep, unless you do a solid sneak impression, but well, you're not allowed to sneak, Snail. Yep. Oh, oh, I've eaten snakes! <laughs> <laughs> Why does he sound like Mario? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> and can you give me that again, please? <laughs> oh, I love eating snakes! <laughs> 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 just like David Peters here with in, us. In Mel Gesson and Snake Eater, did Snake actually enjoy eating snakes? I don't think I he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. He was very sick normally after he ate them, right? Like... He probably got the wrong snake or didn't cook it right. <laughs> he picked, just, he was at the uh, the snake store in the old rainforest. <laughs> he picked up the wrong one. <laughs> and that's why he's got his name. That's why did, he's got his name. The best before date it's, on a, it. it's a nickname to remember that time. He picked the wrong snake. He did not pick a solid Ooh. snake. There you go. <laughs> the snake. There you go. Andrew Rice made a Metal Gear joke. He waited till the end yeah, of the year. I just think, actually, one. Andrew Rice is a Metal <laughs> Gear joke. You get one every year. There's <laughs> a little treat when it happens. <laughs> right, is everyone ready? I've posted my list. Miles, have you posted yep. your list? I did post something. But he did oh, post right, your list, yes. I really want to look. If I hover over general, it says it is so tempting. It's horrible. I hate this. I hate having three boxes that I could click into. But uh, you can click on your own well, box. Then stay on the one with the cameras instead of the one with the text. They're both right next to each other. Oh, mine it switches window. Jakey, no, you, you're, you're a little. Um, you're, you're a picture. Oh no! But if you click on uh, make the make you. the picture mode big, just click on general, and it will make it big. Yeah, yeah I could do that. But I just, I really, really Remove like the temptation from your life. Okay. Oh, I've removed it. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Oop. The first person you can guess is... Now, now, now I can see that Luke is an X-Man. It be me. <laughs> yep, he was so excited he's decided to go silent. Good format of us for an audio quiz. <laughs> Who are you guessing Luke, for? Luke, have you stopped... Oh, yeah. oh, about to guess right away? Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought we were doing taking the order. <laughs> Fuck you know, We just spent ages discussing the format. Uh, yeah. No, I knew, I knew the format. Hey. Sounds like sounds like sounds like you didn't fucking know the format. Otherwise, you'd have fucking guessed. I didn't know if I were picking them all from the hat first. Um, I would like to pick. <laughs> That's a real gamble, dude. Because I know there's one game that will definitely be. Fuck it. I'll pick Luke. I'm going Elden Ring. Okay. <coughs> I just realised that I was going to write our guess write the list on the same sheet as the name so actually I should have done it Jay's way and pulled everyone out first (laughs) 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 so I will now pull out the other three names we'll just you know wait that's a tiny piece of paper can you fit all the games on that list yes well second guesser will be Andy hey that's me third guesser will be that's Andy Luke and excellently the fourth person to guess (laughs) Will be Mass. Mass. So, so yeah, so my yes. first first guess, just to reiterate, was I think Luke, one of his top three at present is Elden Ring. Elden Ring was number one on my list. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and there's a point where we reveal where it was on Everlist as well. Oh, were they meant exactly, to be in yeah. order? I just wrote 10 games. You don't have to. I think they were meant to be in order, most yeah. Yeah. Well. Otherwise, how are you going to drop ones off and put them on when other people guess yours? Which obviously there's no order on mine. I mean, take yours. So we don't. Jay, do, so... We, do, we, do we have to yeah, reveal Jay. it was in or not? Well, I assume it was on everyone's list, right? It was on my list. Yes. Fucking. It made the top ten. Belter of a game. Top, top ten, Andy. Oof. Yeah, it made the top ten. He's being Andrew Rice. <laughs> no, it narrowly missed the top five. But... Whoa. <laughs> That's I wild. Can't... It said narrowly. I would so I would take umbrage with someone not putting it in their top five games of their life. <laughs> like... <laughs> Suck on that, sucker. <laughs> I cannot fathom you decided there was... I cannot least... wait to hear what five bullshit games it's Andrew Rice thinks are better than Andy's list. Elden yeah. Ring. <laughs> I mean, to confirm, it, it was in the top five until someone decided that we were allowed games that didn't just release this year. So <laughs> it was so close. They didn't just, really, just release this year on... on they still have to have had a release this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said didn't, yes, didn't only release this year. Yeah. One of mine gets um, in on that rule and it's some bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, Elden so yeah, Ring, what like, a game. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I was speaking about it with this with Andy recently, and I do think, I think on a whole, I, I think I do prefer Sekiro just purely from how much I vibed with the combat in that. And game. that game's not even good. <laughs> um, I'm ignoring Andrew Rice. Um, and, uh, but from a, just from seeing From Software grow as a studio over the last you know decade and a half, like you see everything they've learned put into Elden Ring from the way they've you know the combat is the the best souls combat they've made the world oh my god the world is just incredible it's just filled with so much to do and each each like little dungeon is is a lovely little treat to dip into um but yeah i had an absolute blast playing through that i think we all pretty much rocketed through it Maybe not you, Luke. I don't know how you don't you. I mean, I, a bit by my standards, I did, but yeah, I don't have as much free time as you guys. Yeah, fair. But oh, fuck, what a game! Absolutely, I played it on PS4, and it was absolutely gorgeous. So I don't know how different the PS5 version is, but I think just load times just for a bit slicker, yeah, badly yeah. jubbly. Oh well, if you don't die, it's no problem. Whereas I died <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my only, I haven't played Sekiro yet. And obviously, I do like parrying, and also I fucking love Japan. So I might end up on the same page as Jay. At the moment, the only thing that's stopping me saying Elden Ring is my favourite From game is a lot of the ways it's better make it less memorable. Like, in Dark Souls, because you don't have as much freedom, you do sometimes just get, like, bottlenecked at a boss. And I really remember some of those bosses in a way that a lot of Elden Ring's bosses are quite forgettable. Anything. Um, I those are 100% agree. I, I think that maybe in earlier parts of the game, but one of my the reasons that I don't necessarily rate it entirely as highly is that I think there are some real like choke points that you kind of you can't do anything else. Like you've done everything you're going to be able to do, and you have to do this one particular boss or you have to go to this one area. I think the start of the game is fantastic. I really, I, I, I think when everything's new and fresh, it's good. I think the second half of the game is significantly weaker um, because a lot of the sort of 
trap dungeons, whatever they are, of repeating mechanics that you've already done and often in worse ways than how they were originally. Um, and I think this, the, the latter areas aren't as interesting to explore or, or don't, don't, don't capture that same magic that the first half has. It's still phenomenal, but yeah, I just don't quite think the second half of the game is as strong as the first half. This happens in a lot of big adventurous games where the bit where you're on big open grassy plains is so fun to explore. And then inevitably they have to do a snowy mountain bit and a volcano bit, and they're just not as fun to explore. Yep. <laughs> See, I, I one one part I'll remember really fondly from Elden Ring, like as a standout memory for me, is I just ended up going on this big long journey from, um, like near near the top of the map, like like the Altus Plateau, like edge of what the big water area, Liarnia, was that it? Mm. Um, yeah. I ended up just going on a big explore all the way up the the mountain, fought some sort of eldritch abomination at the peak of the mountain, and then happened upon the the manor up there. Um, mm. And that 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 whole sort of journey that the way you're able to progress through the world, like that's other players might not have done that. They might have got to the manor another way. They might not have even had that little journey. And it's the way the open world presents moments from that. And that's later on in the game. That's not early game stuff either. Like, I just think... Well, well okay, maybe when I'm saying half, that's a bit unfair. Maybe it's the last third is is, is the weaker part. I, I definitely agree up to the, the when you're on the plateau, that's still very much good times. I even quite enjoyed Volcano, Volcano Manor a bit. Um, but yeah, I think that anything is sort of mountaintop of the giants is... Maybe just, it's just nah. how I played, but at the end of the game, I had... Halig Tree and um, the bit where the Elden, the final boss is, and Crumbling Pharaoh Missoula. I had those three simultaneously and was going back and forth. So I, mm. I basically never lost that feeling of having like three different paths I could push down. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, just, well, like anything that's <laughs> this open, right? It could just, it can. Oh yeah, that's it. It, it, it. It's a it's a minor complaint, but I, I, yeah, um, I, I just think that I stopped enjoying it as much as it went on. Well, I just realised something. I really liked the um, area with the, uh, the the under. You know where you go down that massive well, and there's this underground, this yeah. huge underground oh, area. That, uh, and the first time, really early on, the first it's like the first time you know the map's big because you can get a sense of the scale for the like overworld mm. map. And then you realize mm, yeah. that there's an underworld at some point during your adventure. And that underworld bit with like the sort of Norse-like huntsman spirit things, I just think it's really good. It's 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 a gorgeous area. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a slog to getting to the bit that's like really pretty. So you kind of earn your way there. And it's just uh man, that bit of the game I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the boss there as well, even though it was pretty easy. But then you get to come back to it later yeah, on it's a different so it's good there's room for a boss that's beautiful instead of hard right yeah yeah i'm not, I'm not complaining i was just like ah oh, it was just a nice area the whole bit was very pleasant they've always done that right like moonlight butterfly was a yeah. perfect example yeah what i've realized is that that was the first game and we've got as many as 12 to go. <laughs> nah, nah, come on. There's nothing else that's going to get this much no, discussion. You're probably right. Well, it's like, oh, yeah. it's on, I presume, we've well, all played this one. Said, yeah, but I presume it's on your list as well, boss. Yeah, it's on, it's on my list. This is uh, the... It's a, it's a game that I actually managed to plat as well, which I was quite, yeah, quite a lot of fun. Which shows big love. 
Um, even even though one of the bosses game. is the hardest boss I think I've ever played against ever. <laughs> At millennia. Yeah, that'll be a name. That'll be a name. Yeah, that's oh. a toughie. I yeah I didn't enjoy that boss. I, I, I really fucking loved that. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the boss because I, for me specifically. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many times I died. It was a lot. But I could feel a tangible sense of progress each time I mm -hmm. fought her. Even in those fights where you die kind of early, you're like, I, I was able to shake those off because I felt like overall I was getting a little bit closer each time. Whereas if I go back to my earliest From Software wall, the fucking Capra Demon, and it's just like, oh, you, you just got ganked by the uh, the dogs or whatever. And now you have to run all the way back. I just, I don't know. There was a sense of tempo. And I found this to be true with quite a lot of the Elden Ring bosses. The, even the ones where I got stuck, I f there was a sense of, yeah, but you are incrementally getting closer to finishing it off. Mm. I didn't get that with Millennia. I just felt, I when I went to get my victory, I felt I kind of, not cheesed it, but very much exploited everything that the game had to offer to beat her. Um but I did feel that going back to my earlier point there in the final boss of Sekiro, um, that that so from obviously have that cake that they built into their you know uh, the DNA of their bosses boss fights, but um, Millennia felt like a Sekiro boss stuck in Elden Ring. Let's the way. Like, yeah, I, I I think I agree. I think I think too many of her moves, unfortunately, if you just don't have the stats, just kind of delete you. Um, so yes, in theory, you could go away and just grind your way up there, but. Yeah, I, I think if you were in that, you you know you're the exact right level. You're just parry, 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 good times. Yep, fair enough. But yeah, I think that's one of my biggest flaws is that I think when I was doing it, she had some moves that even if I blocked or dodged, like or some some was just seemed totally undodgeable. It just if she didn't lock onto my mimic, that was it. I was dead. Yeah, and, and that wasn't a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but. That's just one boss fight out of a exactly yeah. absolutely incredibly optional game. one as well. <laughs> that too, like yeah. very very hidden. Like you, like that's it. If we want to complain about some mainline boss fights, fire giant. Yes, shit. can't He's I pissed. disagree with that. I lot of, there were did you do the glitch where you made them fall off the cliff. <laughs> no, I just got behind no, no, him and hit his ankles. In the end. <laughs> Not when he's on the fucking ground. That's even easier. You are yeah horse. For that no, no, that's when it's far worse. It's easy until he's on the ground. Then he's awful. I don't know. The, no, the only one for me was the ulcerated tree spirit. It didn't matter if it was the very start of the game or the very end. I could not get the hang of those fuckers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think... Just a vibrating mess. I think the, but, uh, the last... <laughs> you know, the, the the final boss is a two-stager, right? And the first one is fine. And then the yeah. last form is... I didn't enjoy that one very much because it's just... Correct. I don't, I don't, and I think this is true of FromSoft still, is that they haven't come up with a good spectacle boss or a good massive boss, I think, relative to the They are definitely better ones. at duels than they are monsters, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is why Sekiro is so good. My, uh, <laughs> no, my point I was going to make, Jay, was my tactic was to, if I go first, guess this for Mus because I've got so little clue what he's going to have for his other two. <laughs> well, that, I, was, I was going... To, so that's why I said it's a risk-picking must, because you, just, you're, that, you know, you're an enigma. <laughs> it, could, it might not have been there. No, I was definitely going to be there. I know you love this. Yeah, game. yeah. Um, but I went for a safe shot with, with Luke. So, yeah. Um, who is to guess next? Andy, you can guess next. Me, isn't it? Okay. Um, 
So, duh, 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 duh. let's think. I feel I should go Luke. Ah. And I feel I need to guess a Pokemon. Ah. The question is, which Pokemon do I guess? Mm. You can't not have Arceus on there, surely. I'm going to go Arceus. Pokemon Legends Arceus is currently my number three game. Do question? Yeah. Do we, if that's been revealed, and it's not in the top three, do we still take it out? Well, that's what's going to happen. Because if you'd guessed, for example, my number four, I might have yeah. thought like, ah, uh, but I could say no, but my other two might get taken, and then I'm going to have to just not include this in my top three. But this has been said, so I need to take it out of my list. Regardless. It's taken out of everyone's list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, done. It, it, it's done. We can't have it. So it wasn't in my top. It wasn't in my top three, but I did have it in my list. Uh, yeah, but yeah, well, no one can guess it for you now. So yeah, it's just got to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This felt like the game that was made specifically for me. <laughs> Japanese Pokemon game. <laughs> Japanese Pokemon game obsessed with history. Well, they're all Japanese, mate. But specifically, well, I, about... I, I realised as soon as I said, it, specifically like a game about Edo period Japanese history, with sort of very immerse yourself in the Pokemon world mechanics, and then releasing just after I'd made a trip to Hokkaido. Ah, oh, yeah, it was right up my street, like. <laughs> It might come up on someone's list later. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet probably are, if such a thing exists, objectively better games. But Legends Arceus was way more my game. Mm. Just realised I am. Um, I haven't played Scarlet and Violet yet, obviously, so I can't comment on that. But um, Arceus was the first time in a quite a while that I really got hooked on a Pokemon game. Like, I I like Pokemon. It's not my favourite series. Um, like, S- Sword and Shield was fine. I enjoyed it well enough. But I really got into this to the point where, so, I not, not that I ended up doing it, but it was the first time in a long time that I was considering, like, finishing the, the decks in this one, which is one of the easier ones to do it in, for, to be fair. But it's just the way... The way they made just exploring the world and and, and and catching Pokemon, like that was the focus of this game. Uh, like and it was so fun to do. Just like sneaking up behind the critters or, or um, you know, try to find where they were, where they were hiding in the world, like squirreled away in a little cave or only out at a certain time of night or um, you know, th- things like that. Would have liked more like maybe trainer battles, maybe, but that wouldn't really feel like it would kind of vibe with the whole um, team of the game, which well, like was getting in amongst the wild, um, you know, and, and the whole catching Pokemon being the focus instead of battling. That's maybe what Scarlet and Violet brings in um, from what I've seen of it. But um, yeah, I love this game. Really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it early in the year. I've yeah, I think so. go ahead. I was going to say I've always really liked the idea of a historically set Pokemon game because. We always get in well, every other bit of Pokemon is like us introduced to it as it is here and now. You know, there's things like ancient Mew or like we know that Pokemon have been around for a long time, but how the hell did humanity interact with Pokemon? What was going on? So it was uh it was right up my alley to have a more historically set Pokemon game 
where things I think are much more authentically a mystery to the characters in the game. Sure, we've always had, you know, you've got the whole, you're doing research for us uh, by completing your Pokedex, but it's like, am I really? I'm a 10 year old boy and you're a presumably PhD holding professor <laughs> in this Pokemon world, you know? Whereas I, I think there's a lot of, there's a real authenticity to the world of Arceus that comes across in a way uh, that isn't really present in any of the other Pokemon games, mainline ones anyway, uh, for me. I think, I mean, it's a game that has its issues. I think if you wanted to be kind of a dex completionist, those Pokemon that you can only get when the uh, thing, you know, the weird space-time tear happens, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot oh, of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, you know, there's some inconveniences in there. But as a whole and thematically, I think it's a very well done Pokemon game. Very well done. This, in a way, it's it's the successor to what Pokemon Snap did for us back on the N64. Maybe even more so than the new Pokemon Snap was. Where it's just a game that lets you feel like you're in the world with these creatures more than the other mm. games do. Yeah, it's just like even little things, obviously... Maybe like animation wise, obviously it's not as character laden as Snap was. Certainly the new Snap, but just like how the Pokemon react to you in the wild, like you know the more timid ones will scarper, mm-hmm. the more aggressive ones will stand their ground or even attack you. Yeah, um, just little things like that, like really did a, it went a long way to making that. World I think feel yeah, alive. and in addition to that, I think it's the way that the game integrates in some of the side quests, some of the Pokemon that it wants you to use, right? I've always, mm. the anime I think always does a really good job of showing you Pokemon living with people in the real world, helping out in uh, jobs or whatever. In this game, mm-hmm. in Arceus, there are some quests to do with, okay, well, we need to round up enough of these Pokemon to help us out do X, Y, and Z, which I think is still lacking from the mainline games. But in this one, you know, I think they've really used, they, they've, put, they've put a lot of thought into it, I think. That's where I'm going with it. Well, they need the biggest flipping boys yeah. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it was a, like a really great experience to actually get that sort of full sense of adventure. I think that that was a like a really fun way of expanding the series. I, I do, I, I did miss the battling. I found I found I was capturing all these Pokemon, and I just didn't have enough use for them myself, which was the saddest part of it. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was definitely a, a hell of an experience to just be able to go on a proper adventure check out new lands and in a sort of much more i guess fun way uh, uh, you're not really in that much threat wherever you are i guess whereas in things even like zelda you know there's monsters that want to bother you and attack you and you know you're in a bit of danger whereas yeah here you're just kind of free to have a good time i mean it's got more threat than a pokemon game has had before but it's still kid oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah 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 all right my guess um, and I'm guessing for Jay, God of War Ragnarok. Yep, that is in my top three. That was uh, number two. What was was Elden Ring your number one? It, um, it was my number one. So does um, that mean God of War is now your number one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Go with <laughs> it was my number two right now, yes. It was okay. number three initially. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Anyway, God of War yeah. Ragnarok. Um, I loved the 2018 game. Um, I actually only played it last year, I want to say, um, for the first time. And I 
because re- I actually played the whole God of War series, not counting the the more spin-offy ones like Ascension and Ghost of Spar, but I played the main trilogy from PS2, PS3 days, um, leading into playing 2018. And the way they've taken the character of Kratos and developed him, and the way the series is like matured um, from both a story storytelling standpoint and from a gameplay standpoint in a lot of ways too, is is a real real impressive feat. And they've taken what they've done with Ragnarok is just basically taken what they did with twenty eighteen and um, and nearly every way improved it. Like I think the storytelling is still fantastic. I think maybe maybe it doesn't have the 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 same heart and like emotional heights as the 2018 one did but I still you know genuinely got really into the story and a bit emotional at points like the the you know the way the game ended and I'm not going to go into spoiler territory because it is still a new game and everything as well um but I love I love the story I thought from a combat standpoint they just built upon what made 2018 great and and um you know it was still as fun as twenty eighteen, and what I think they really improved on in this one was like the side the side quest content and like the side content away from the the main story, because I've seen like like really inane complaints like on the internet, people saying like, "Oh, God of War is just a series of cutscenes with some combat bits," but that's completely ignoring my opinion the best part of Ragnarok, which is the side content. Like, there's a whole area later in the game. And I've spoken to Andy about this here, which is like this, it's it's off the beaten path. Like you have to do this other random side quest to even get there. So it's a content a lot of players will miss. And I think it's like the, one of the best bits of the game. It's this massive wide open area with lots of little side quests to do about it. The environment changes as you do side quests. Like you'll open a dam and then you'll be able to access a, like open a flooded river and then get to across the shore to an area you couldn't get to before. Um, I spent hours there, like just having a great time. Um, I really, really think it's uh, a, a, a real marvel from Santa Monica Studios, and I'm interested to see where they can go next with the series because this feels like they've mastered that formula. So it'll be interesting to see what's what's next. But yeah, great time, really good game, deserved all its plaudits. Fuck the haters. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, just to add to that, I, I I did think this was a fantastic game. I, I personally just thought that the pacing wasn't quite there. Um, like it, I felt that I was constantly sort of moving forwards in the original God of War, uh, whereas with this one, I felt that almost the side content is so good that I want to hang around, but. Like, I didn't feel there was enough sort of threads being like, you need to get back to the story. This is the exciting stuff. It was always good when I was back doing it. But yeah, there's just something missing, giving me a sense of sort of urgency to the plot that it was, I didn't sort of get as into it as I would have liked. Um, But I mean, it's still, you know, an absolutely phenomenal game. Like, uh, I I agree that it is just building on everything that the previous one does. Um, But also maybe that's why I didn't quite hit the heights mm. um of the oh my gosh this is what god of war was and now it's this yeah yeah I thought it because <laughs> there was that shock factor right from from going from the well i was, I was so cynical about the over the shoulder perspective i just didn't think that could work for a melee combat system like yeah it just seemed unfathomable to me that this was going to be the ridiculous fun of god of war 3 mm-hmm. um but no it was it was obviously it absolutely landed yeah 
I've got the 2018 one downloaded. Might play it eventually. Looks like it's a good, PlayStation really game. We strongly recommend. Push, <laughs> push forwards while people talk, is it? Yeah, walk into the yeah. seed is there. Story about fatherhood is yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. That's it. PlayStation game, is it? All right. Yeah, but it does have the best axe throwing mechanic ever. So. I do oh, want to throw an axe. That's true. So fucking. <laughs> All right, Mus. I'm, your I'm guess. Assuming you've not played to Ragnarok, Mus. What was that? You've not played Ragnarok. No, um, I'm getting it as a Christmas present. Ah, um, nice. But I, I really, really loved the uh, previous game. So. That's why I put it. I put it on my list, even though I haven't played it. <laughs> it's also on my Christmas list. But I just, I just, I know I'm going to enjoy it a lot. So you know. I, I, I expect I will enjoy them. Uh, I probably will find them a bit more tedious than you guys do, but when I am playing the gameplay and doing the combat, I, 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 I think you'll find them really enjoyable because it's also got a lot yeah. of, you know, the source material isn't fucking Norse mythology. It's great. Yeah, I do really like Norse mythology. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I read a bunch of Norse mythology to get myself uh, knowledgeable for Elden Ring. Wow. All right, right I'm guessing for you. Actually, yeah, I've got uh, a lot of references. I'm guessing now, I'm going to guess for Luke. I'm going to guess that Splatoon 3 is on his list. That was my number two. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Luke out. <laughs> yeah, you've got all three of mine. You like what you like, and we know what you like. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking year. A new Splatoon, basically a new Dark Souls, and a Pokemon game made just for me. And there's fucking Mario Kart content this year as well. I'm happy as a pig and shit. <laughs> Tell us about Splatoon 3, Luke. Um, it's Splatoon, but more of it, which is very good. That Looks is, a little bit prettier. That's exactly what it is. Has some new weapons and content, <laughs> new single player campaign. Yeah, Sama runs on all the time now. The uh, the new hosts are pretty cool. Splatfest have been changed up a little bit. Now it's three way. Uh, yeah, I like it. I do think what I've seen of the campaign, which I think, I think now isn't the case, but I think back when Splatoon Two came out, I think it probably was more of an underrated aspect of the game. Well, um, let me tell you right now, I have I have played north of 30 hours of this game. I haven't started the campaign. You've not touched it. <laughs> Fucking hell. And I, Luke, I had, Luke, I Luke in fact, I believe, sent me a message saying, why the hell are you playing the campaign when you could be playing the online? Well, so I did, opening, and I never went back to the campaign. So now I haven't week, even finished the bit of Splatoon 3 I enjoy. Because <laughs> it's the good bit of Splatoon. <laughs> no, anyway, um, I, 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 I 100%ed <laughs> the campaigns of 1 and 2. I do like the campaigns, but I also very much like the multiplayer. And when a new multiplayer shooter releases, you want to play it when people are playing it. That's fair. <laughs> That's also fair. But um, it looks like they learned like a lot of like they, they obviously brought in a lot of cool new ideas with um, Octo expansion, which I should play because that's now basically free, right? They added that. To oh the- yeah, that's true. Online pass, yeah. Having it's, not um, played Splatoon three yet, I would say Octo expansion is the best single player Splatoon content. Yeah. Well, you've. <laughs> hard to see <laughs> but it does look very fun um, and I know Jas has got really really hooked on it um, friend of the show from Monster Mash for our listeners but, um, I don't think there's anyone who listens to this who doesn't listen to Monster Mash <laughs> one day one day no, we'll find know, our audience yeah. Yeah, yeah well that's for future future listeners hello future listeners <laughs> now you know who Jas is um, 
But yeah, like like Andy's saying, like I I didn't really enjoy sadly the multiplayer in Splatoon two. But I um, do not understand yeah. you people. Well, <laughs> well, it looked it, you know. I, mean, I, I can explain it, but it's not a very interesting listen. So oh, no, I, I, I genuinely want to hear it. It's just that I don't really find the combat that exciting to play. Like I, I, I like shooting people, not the ground. Um, I don't find I make much impact when I'm shooting people, which just makes me feel a bit useless in the team. Oh. Um, so then I just end up just painting the ground, and then I'm just getting killed. And like oh. I, the answer is, I've never managed to find a good rhythm that allows me to do yeah. all the things that I need to do to be truly effective. Whereas in most shooters, I know exactly what I'm, I'm glad you've said well. that for me, so I don't have to say. Oh, it sounds like you don't no, like no, it. No, 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 shit. I know, I know. It's that I don't get on. I, I don't understand the game. Mm. But I would also then argue that it's not intuitive enough to get people on board with, you know, I think, from a shooter background. Perhaps. Right, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, um, as someone who's not from a shooter background, and who finds most shooters really fucking boring, <laughs> this one actually did click for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The only other shooter yeah. I've gotten very into was Titanfall. And that's again because it had more options than just press the trigger faster than the other person I when you come around a corner. still play Titanfall. Did you uh, play Splatoon 3, Moss? I have not. I the I I've only played Splatoon, the original. Didn't play two either. Oh, the UG. But yeah. If I was in the same time zone as Mus, I would have made an effort to get to get on and play with it with me, and we probably would have a grand old time. But he would be buying it mostly to play with me, and we'd play it like twice. <laughs> <laughs> we played the original Splatoon more than that, but yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But now, but now, I'm yeah, outside the planet from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I like Splatoon. I like that it isn't just shooting the mans but um i don't know um i haven't i I just haven't picked it up that's all there is to it (laughs) probably like you say it's uh playing it with people makes the game to some extent so there you go all right jay we got another guest for us yes not much again Oh no, no, oh, no, no, no yeah, that's right. Andy did do a snake impression, so we do get to <laughs> <Yeah>. snake it. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, an impression of a character called Snake. <laughs> <laughs> well, he bloody loved snakes. Just the part where I reveal that I haven't really played any other games this year. I don't know what the hell I meant to guess. You don't have to have played them to guess. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't care about anyone else but me. <laughs> fair, fair. Oh, fucking hell. Let's, he's really enjoying it, aren't you, Andy? That game. It's on your list, isn't it? What game? I don't know. You have to tell it Put it on your list now. It's Marvel Midnight Suns, isn't it? Put it on your list. Of course, Marvel Midnight Suns is on my list. Right in there at number one. Because oh. it is the best fucking game I've oh, played really? this year. Wow. So <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't downloaded I, it yet. But, I but... wonder if recency bias is at play. But otherwise... No, honestly. Is right, no, come, come on. Is, is, is recency bias here or is this my perfect fucking game? Firaxis, makers of Civilization and XCOM, making a tactical game about Marvel heroes using card-based combat that's, um, that's with Mass Effect level hanging out with your mates around a base. Could you design a game more for me? Absolutely that's not. Fair. It is <laughs> phenomenal. I've been thinking of playing this and Andy just said card-based combat and put me right off. I wouldn't worry too much about the combat-based combat. Like so, that that is um, the only difference. 
like the reason that it's cards is you you effectively draw a hand of six yeah, this actions rather shit. than having access to all your actions in a turn. But it allows things like you get to redraw a card and there's special effects that happen. Uh, if you you, are, you are not helping you this case for me. <laughs> it's... Uh, I don't so, think that not being a fan of card games... I think games what you need to know, it, Luke, but, is yeah. that I think your deck only has like 10 cards in it. So you mostly know what each character you've built them to do. It's just that there's a bit of variation Correct. in there. And unlike XCOM, your skills can't miss. So it's more about building exactly. a cohesive kind of team. And it's got a lot of different, mm. from what I understand, characters. You've got either Avengers in there, but you've also got some Midnight Suns in there. And you've also got some sort of interesting main character that's been built for this game. But it's like, it's very accessible and it's it, it does away with the frustrations that are in XCOM sometimes where it's just nothing works. So it's kind of like, if anything, it's a more action-packed XCOM game. The cards are there to oh, okay. accentuate the... So a lot of the a lot of the missions are quite quick. Yeah, it takes away I think, the... whereas in XCOM, yeah. a lot of the missions become wars of attrition, which isn't necessarily... It's it's like you could say it's tense, but not necessarily fun, right? Yeah, XCOM becomes anything less than a hundred is zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah. the, the, there's there's there is very like, limited uses head, of like anything percentage yeah, based yeah, yeah, in this yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. The, the the only percentage in the whole game is if you want to like kick someone off a ledge. There's a chance they might lose, not lose their balance. Um, but like that's that's it. Otherwise, it is the the only percentage thing is whether or not that card is going to come up into your deck when you want it to see but that's a much better as as balanced... that's a much better argument for yeah. why this is not a card game than listing a bunch of card game mechanics at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard for me to describe it there's so much to talk about it's such it's a sorry Ali, no, despite no, no, not having played the second <laughs> of this game like... i'm here for you i did however I was watch, like, um it's I... card based and andy's like yeah yeah you, you draw cards from the deck you've got a hand of cards <laughs> Like it's like your moves, your normal moves, special actions, etc. Um, but no, that's it. Like it, it, the the story is good fun. Like obviously, you know, it's it's dumb comic nonsense. So one's capacity for that varies, I suppose. But um, you know, it's it's just good fun getting to hang out with Blade and you know Wolverine, everyone having a good time. Um, I really like the way the characters develop. Like, there's a constant sort of level of growth. The difficulty is really smart in it. So you start off at like a normal difficulty, and if you do well enough at missions, it unlocks the next difficulty. So then you get a bonus XP and you get bonus rewards at the end of your missions. So you you really can fine tune the difficulty to exactly where you want it to be, um, and you'll continue unlocking higher and higher difficulties that are still yeah. you know pretty fair. Not not dramatic changes, just. Um, like how much damage you're taking and how many enemies are going to show up for reinforcements and stuff in the middle of the mission. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, most of it's pretty quick. Just jump into a mission in 15 minutes, knock some people about. Um, always good fun if you get Spider-Man and you just start smashing the environment into them, which doesn't cost a card. So anyway, <laughs> no cards for being a fun Spider-Boy. Um. <laughs> See, the thing that I yeah, um, yeah. like with the the card system, because obviously you don't, you know mostly what your character does, but you're not, each turn you don't exactly know what cards you're going to get. So it's more, so yeah. I think very on point with the, the theme, like with Marvel, is that a lot of the fighting in Marvel in the comics or in the films or on the TV shows, it feels very improvised. And that's what the card mm. system is going to let you do. Because in XCOM, you know exactly how many turns of cooldown using a certain move is. You can, to some extent, kind of very 
you can critically think your way through the situation. And I'm not saying you can't critically think in this game from what I understand of it, but I think thematically it's on point with that kind of, you know, fuck it, I don't have, all, I don't necessarily have all the options I want, but I might have a few that I need. And it just, it's not that it plays itself, but it just lends itself to being a bit more fluid and a bit more marvel mm. I don't know. Yeah, well, the best, the yeah, best no, superhero content is like, oh, how are this guy's powers going to mix up with that guy's powers? And very often video games and movies boil it down to they punch hard or they shoot a beam. So the idea that it's got a bit more variety and a bit more, like you say, improvisation than that is very appealing. That's it. And I, I feel as well, like some of the ways that the, the squad mates like combo up um, is really interesting. Like there's some heroes you take out together, you're like, oh no, that was an absolute disaster. I'm never doing that again. But like say Ghost Rider, a lot of his attacks drain his health. Um, so you want someone who's going to give him a buff or quickly give him a quick cure um, here and there to keep him alive. Um, and similarly, like you, you've got people like Iron Man who give out some armor, or, but otherwise they're just sort of blasting people at range. So you want someone else who's going to take the hit for him. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it, there's just so many interesting ways of adapting it. And I, I find a lot of time with with card games, building a deck is can be quite overwhelming. Um, but there's nothing I, I want to do less than sit down with a stack of like 30 odd cards but even the 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 moves that are on offer like there's only quite a limited pool available even from your random draws so you you can still personalize it based on exactly what you want that character to do you you will know all of their moves quite comfortably um and yeah you just put the right cards in the deck to make sure that the moves you want happen basically Mm. um and that's yeah outside of the fact that you then got this cool base to hang around and you can invite your mates out give them gifts um you can this there's, there's i wasn't expecting the sort of level of walking around the abbey exploring doing some puzzles and stuff that there are as well so that's really cool and yeah now it just everything feels like it grows and grows and grows and uh now i've got to do the final battle and i don't want to because i want to hang out with my friends <laughs> nice all right my next guess i'm gonna guess that jay in his number one spot has got final fantasy 14 we were the wrong way around weren't we what? Bastard. <laughs> yes, of we course were... I do. <laughs> I, I was second originally. Yeah, I know, so but we're snaking. No, you, you didn't guess. No, must just That's guess your game. Work. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't guess. Yep, yeah, yeah, I get it now. Uh, <laughs> yes, how, I did have Final Fantasy XIV. How much came out this year? Was there a new thing? <laughs> yeah. Chocobos, is it? And Walker wasn't this year, was it? Was it not the very beginning of the year? I thought it was the end of last year. Maybe I'm getting confused. Maybe it was the very tail end of last year. I played most of it this year, for what it's worth. I'm sure you voted it for your game of the year last year because of it. Yeah, 3rd of December 2021. There has been been content, though, since then. Like like some some clothes and that. No. (laughs) No. Um, So I can get to talk about Final Fantasy XIV on the podcast, though. Hell yeah. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Endwalker was the best expansion they've ever done. It was, it's the best Final Fantasy game. Like the way they were able to take a story over ten years, tell it well, and have it pay off well was just incredible. Um, they're the way they've 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 learned as they've gone. Like going back and playing some of the early content, as Andy Latesto is dry. 
Like <laughs> they when you do like um so the dungeon system in it that you can there's a daily roulette that picks a random dungeon for you. And if you get an early dungeon you're kinda of despairing because it's often not fun. The new stuff though, um the way they've kind of designed the dungeons and the, the, the new mechanics they've brought in to the boss fights, they're all they're all just so much fun to play. Um musically, like Dear God, like the the composer of this, uh, Sokin, his name is, um, who recorded, I believe, a lot of the early stuff for Endwalker whilst he was in hospital recovering from cancer, which is just incredible. Oh, I think I remember hearing about that, yeah. uh, Yeah, like he's um, insanely good. Like they've got him working on the next mainline one for for, for 16. Um, And I I just know that game's going to have a fantastic soundtrack. a lot of it is character and story based, why I love Final Fantasy fourteen so much. Um, but I do like it is one of the few multiplayer games I've ever really got into. Um I do like, you know, the the dungeon aspect there, some of the content. I even played some PvP this year, which has traditionally been very shit in MMOs, especially in Final Fantasy fourteen, but they reworked it and made it like this cool little almost a bit like a MOBA in a lot of ways. Um and it was a lot of fun really good times um, I'm the only person that well, apart from Andy um, that's played 14 so there's not going to be a lot of chat <laughs> this, but I was going to say like, I definitely played 14 what was going on? I played it long before you boy you did you played it back <laughs> on the PS3 when it did not run very well um, and that's another thing they've, they've, done, they've done a PS5 version now um, which even just little things like every different mount in the game and there are lots has like a different way the controller rumbles. It's just little touches of care they've put into the game like that, um, that just make it one of my favourite games of all time. And um, I've actually I've not played it for a few months. I'm kind of letting some of the content build up, um, and I'm going to go back to it in the new year, I think. Um, and I'm very excited to do so. Um, but yeah, Endwalker and then the post expansion content they brought out means it will forever and always be one of my favourite games of all time. And one of the favourite games I've played this year, still. Yeah, it's a really great game of last year. <laughs> yeah, the, that will be in the dubious list at the end, I think. <laughs> I mean, if it is dubious, I can take it out. And ah, too late. Still got After you just spoke that much about it, no. fuck off. <laughs> cut it. You can cut it. Andy. Cool. What's your not, next not from my life. Uh, what is my next guess? So, we've got all the groups out. <laughs> Two of mine. We've got Two of Jay's. We're going to get to the point where I have to... All three must are still up for grabs. I'm interested about the one of... The missing one from Jay. I'm uh, I'm interested about all of (laughs) Musses. Yeah, but I'm terrified of Musses. That's the thing. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, Well, okay, fuck it. We'll go Dead by Daylight for Muss. Well, just for your benefit, yes, I've put it on my list. <laughs> but I only put on there down because in position one, two, or three, Mus. <laughs> I don't. At this point, I don't know. I didn't. First of all, I didn't order them, <laughs> so that's that's that. You, you can tell me right now. But also, m- most of the, I would Elden Ring would have been my number one. I mean, Dead by Daylight wouldn't oh. have been in my top five. It's just something I play a lot. <laughs> uh, I would have put God of War in there and Marvel's Midnight Suns, even though I haven't played either of those games. I'm just very excited to play them. They would have probably that would this have been the first my top one three. On your list, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, the first one from mine. I'll uh, put it in so. at a cheeky number two, shall I? <laughs> Just in case you're more excited about it. 
Yeah, bang on there. Number two, actually. Yeah, now that I think about it, um, I've completely forgot. Legends Arceus, who needs that? Midnight Suns? Shit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, I think what's really interesting about Dead by Daylight is uh, there's... Because it's an asymmetric game, and I don't know. I've always found the idea of asymmetric games interesting, but they never really work, do they? And I think this is the Nintendo only... Okay, I think this is one of the few non-Tendo Land games that, like, has has stuck around. Like, there was a lot of hullabaloo, wasn't there, about, like, Evolve, and that fucked itself. Yeah. Um, is, yeah. It, is it just the fact that both versions are fun to play? I think with Dead by Day... So Dead by Day is an interesting one, because it's a goofy game that also involves a lot of horror icons. So you can be chased by the Demogorgon, or Freddy, or, like, Ring Girl, or whatever... And they all behave a little bit differently. Sadako. I think the crucial thing, yeah, Sadako, that for the Dead by Daylight has going for it, that Evolve didn't, that um, various spin-off Dead by Daylight games don't have going for them, is that you can't actually hurt the ki- You can't kill the killer. You don't need to call me that. Yeah, well, I'm going to call you that. Because like in Evolve, you might be like, oh, okay. I want to play as the like fucking Godzilla motherfucker or whatever beasts, you know, archetypes were in that game. But then you've got a coordinated team of four people killing you. It's going to be a dreadful new player experience. And don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. if you're a new player in Dead by Daylight and you go against an experienced team, you're not going to have a good time. But they can't actually kill you. They can blind you with a flashlight and they can drop a pallet on your head to, or, or put an obstacle between you and them as you're trying to hunt them down. So I think there's an accessibility to Dead by Daylight that most asymmetric games don't have. And if people get hooked on an asymmetric game there aren't that many of them so the new player experience i think for a lot of them is is really bad so you know i think it's a it's a bit of an unkillable demon i think it's there's never going to be a dead by daylight 2 it's always just going to be this is this is like you know the horror asymmetric game and the fact that it has the fact that it's not like um the jason Voorhees game it's not friday the 13th it's not an officially licensed game it just buys in you know, Resident Evil, or it buys in um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that helps. I think that helps a lot. So, yeah, you know, it's fun. <laughs> I've always been go. curious. So I know about you playing Dead by Daylight as a streamer. Mm-hmm. Is that why you started playing it? Um, I did get into it through Twitch because I saw other people who streamed playing the game. And it was a game that I had for free as part of the PlayStation subscription, so from ages ago. So I gave it a go, and uh, the first time I was playing it, I was playing as Survivor, and, you know, I was making all these noises when people were chasing me and stuff. It's not like the game is super spooky, but I was just kind of a thing, there's something in there. There's something in that new player experience that was... uh, Because I don't play that many horror games, you see. Um, And it just kind of resonated with me. Got some... uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it was that that got me hooked on, which is something that probably wouldn't have happened, like I say, in something like Evolve, where mm. it's much more direct combat and it's like I just feel like, you know, it's too late for me to enjoy this game, which is somewhat how I feel about MMOs. When someone talks about an MMO, I'm like, that sounds great, but I don't think I could... There's so much onboarding in my head, there, you know? Right? So, yeah. yeah. Cool. I think no one else has played it. Andy's played it. 
but he plays everything. Played it, <laughs> I, I played a few rounds with Musk oh, cool. to learn cool, cool. what it was about, but um, I don't have much space on my PC, so it got Fair blocked. enough. Is it a free download? On Game Pass, it is. Oh, okay. It's normally, it's normally on sale. Uh, whenever there's a sale on any of the major consoles. And it's also completely... I, this is another thing that really helps it out. It's completely cross-platform. So you can play it with Switch, you can play it with Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Game Pass, whatever, which I think helps it out. Because it, I think one of the reasons why it took off a lot was that it was played a lot during the pandemic. You know, a co-op survival type horror game. I think that made sense for the state the world was in. <laughs> it's probably something <laughs> psychological in there, but anyway... No, it definitely seems like a fun game to play with friends. Like, yeah, it's something I could get into. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a group that I was regularly well, jumping online with. But, even if it's not a regular yeah. thing, it would be really fun to one day do like a us versus must stream. <laughs> sure. All right, Jay, you got other guests for us? Um, I'm really curious what else is in Andy's list. You know that I cannot, for the life of me, think. Apparently he had like 16 or 17 games or something. I know, but was God of War in your top top three initially at any point, Andy? God of War did not make my top three. At all, right, okay. That's... I wonder if you've done this. I'm going to say it because I hope you have. It would be fantastic if you have Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise on Andy's list. (laughs) Stranger of Paradise did not make the top... I didn't even <laughs> remember, but I hoped, I hoped for a moment you might have done so you could speak about Jack on the Oh, podcast. I certainly thought about it. Oh, but, um, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't in good conscience put it in there, especially when, once Luke said he was going to start calling our bluff. Well, thanks to the snakey poos, Jay, you do have a second guess. <laughs> oh, do I? Um, I genuinely can't think of what else might have been on the list, though. That's the problem. you played this um i'm sure you spoke about it recently um <laughs> pentiment is that what it's called the one from the obsidian lads pentiment didn't actually make my list no no it, it but it is a great game it's a lot of fun i just didn't have enough of a deep personal attachment to it to say that you got a deep personal attachment to 17 games <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No, no. no. Pentiment is a really interesting, fun experiment. It's a, a cool little story in a weird setting, but like, yeah, I just, I, I don't think the overall mystery reflects the interestingness of the journey, which is fair because that's what happens in a lot of kind of those games. Um, well, hold on, if but it's yeah, not on your list. We should be talking about it. Oh, this, uh, it deserves a little nod. All right, but we're done. Andy, your guess. My guess. Um, okay, I'm going to have to go for one of the Just other guess for yourself. Um, and go for League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, I've put League of Legends on my list. Um, Is that going in at number one or at number it's, three? It's been, a, it's been a big year for League for us. <laughs> you know, uh, who cares? Put it wherever you want. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm going to write at number one, <laughs> lol. <laughs> and we can interpret you? that however you want. I don't think Arcane came out this I think year. Arcane was January, wasn't it? Maybe it was. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good watch. It's a good watch. It's, 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 it's an anime. 
Oh, no, no, it was 6th of November 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm sure there's a character or some shit, right? <laughs> I mean, all the characters in it are from League of Legends, apart from one of the... There's a few no, original saying, characters in it. Was there a new character in League of Legends this year? There were many. They they release a new character like every three months or so. So, yes, <laughs> there were quite a few. But if you're a new player to League of Legends... It's funny, it's the exact opposite of a good onboarding experience. If you're a new player to League of Legends... <laughs> There are, I think, uh, over 160 characters that can be chosen and played in the game. There's over 150 yeah. or more to see. Yep, exactly. And they all have, your favorite. They all have their own abilities and they all have their own passives and they all build different items and it's extremely difficult to get your head around. But I enjoyed the game, you know. <laughs> Who's my favorite? Who's your favorite? Well, it depends what role I'm playing. So there are... Let's say, let's say, raw DPS. My raw DPS character. I don't. I don't normally play the raw DPS. I normally play bruisers. Sorry, oh, fuck sake, Moyles. Why did you go a, for yeah. that one? You say an actual league term, right? Yeah. Your jungler character. <laughs> the the most <laughs> difficult role to play, jungler, for yeah, the new yeah, player. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. If I was playing jungle, I'd play fiddlesticks. That's who I would play. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. Like no, fid- Fiddlesticks <laughs> is um, like a demon that inhabits a scarecrow like body and he can do a lot of... He spooks He spooks people. He makes people scared. He feeds on people's fears. That's his whole thing. He's a good lad. Uh, very evil, Sounds but, like you know, bad good lad. lad. Yeah. Bad yeah. lad. <laughs> He's not one of the good boys. What? Bad man. And what character um, Jay, stop. did you get the most <laughs> toxic, salty responses with? Oh, okay, the okay, most toxic, that. salty responses with. It's normally... So, I League of Legends is a game, right, where the average yes, length of a match, especially when you're at the lower skill level, like what I am, you know, they can go like 40 minutes. And I think people get unnecessarily angry <laughs> when the game's not going their way. And they just will always look to blame whoever they think is playing the worst, but not themselves. Never themselves. Never themselves. Um, and I remember Luke saying a while ago, it's really easy to... I, I don't know who the, who coined the, the phrase, but Luke introduced me to it. It's like easy to judge yourself for your intentions, but other people for their actions kind of thing. Uh, I actually got that from Frankie Boyle. Ah, Nice. It's a really good phrase, because, and it, it speaks yeah. true of so many video games, because you don't have perfect information on what the other person's doing. Sometimes you, the person you're laning against is just better than you, and you're going to have a bad time. And we've all been there, but people uh, people get very, very angry when it's your turn to have a bad time. And it's just like, you know, it's part of the game. It's it, I get that it's annoying if you invest 40 minutes in a match, but it's, there's got to be good stuff that happens. Why are you playing it otherwise if you, you know this is a risk? So the worst character for me in that sort of stuff is probably Nasus, who is the ultimate stat check champion. He's a very old designed champion where basically the more creeps you kill with your Q attack, uh, the more powerful his Q attack becomes. So at a certain point in the game, there is this tipping point where he is ridiculously strong and he can one shot other people playing the game, depending on who they're playing. But he's very, 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 very weak until that point. So if you misplay him and get behind the curb, you kind of fucked it. <laughs> so I, I'm not very good at playing him because you have to 
you this is the problem you have to know the matchups there's a lot of knowledge checks in this game you have to know when it's safe for you to fight when it isn't what a good trade is or a bad trade and it's just yeah but that's part of why i enjoy the game because there's this massive like puzzle there's this massive puzzle to unlock and uh i you know i don't get i don't get mad at the game i think i've got that it's not that i don't get annoyed at video games or tilted or frustrated from time to time but um you know i think i've left a lot of that behind in my teenage years so you know mentally i feel like i'm capable of just enjoying the game even when it's going like shit which is the main thing anyway that's probably enough league of legends talk isn't it so <laughs> oh yes i ended on a nice healthy message so that's what yes yeah. play it if you're not a cunt <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna hazard a guess. Is it it's me. Now this is definitely in his seventeen. I haven't spoken to him. I know he's very excited about it, but did he actually end up liking it? Andy, bayonet three. Bayonet three is on the list. Is it going in at two or three? Is it number three? Okey dokey. So, Bayonetta 3, it is a, what I would argue, a return to form for the Bayonetta series. There's a lot of people out there who still think Bayonetta 2 is great. I uh, think it's fine. Um, But Bayonetta 3 is just, it's just fun. I mean, that's the simple answer. It's, I've played Astral Chain and I didn't love the dual controlling mechanic a lot. It was fun enough, but it it is not one of my favourite platinum games by any means. So when I first heard about them, like the abilities here where you can summon your demon and start controlling them and make them do special things for you, I was a bit like, oh, that sounds like a lot to juggle. It's, I don't know if that's really going to work out the way I want it to. Um, but it, it it just works. Like it, you just whack it out, do some big powerful moves, then get back to the punching, the kicking, the dodging, the good times. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just fun from start to finish. Um I don't know if we, how much we want to mention it, but I think the idea, I think most people would know the idea is that you sort of meet different universes Bayonettas. So you've got all these different versions of Bayonetta that you come across. And the this is the first time in a Bayonetta game I've been excited to play with different weapons. It doesn't feel like I need to overthink it. I've just put on a totally different set of, well, maybe it's because I didn't have to pair the arms with the legs like you normally have to. You just equip one sort of full set. Um, but the the move sets feel unique and interesting and fun. Um, you, you can compare those with different demons that you want to. So you just pick the your, your favorite weapons and your favorite demons, and that's sort of as complex as it needs to get. Um, and you just hack away at bad guys and have a good time. Do I think it's as pure and as beautiful as the original Bayonetta? Not quite. But is it the most fun Bayonetta you can play? Yes, yes, Ooh. it is. So much fun. So I haven't finished it yet because Pokemon came out while I was still playing it. Yeah. I, I'll stay up front. I love all three Bayonettas, right? This is, we're talking degrees mm-hmm. of goodness, but they're all great. But I feel like everything it added was detractive from how much I love just playing as Bayonetta. And because the camera yeah. is so zoomed out all the time, and I don't like these enemies as much as I like, especially the first games and the second games. I just feel like it was a very watered down version of what I wanted from Bayonetta games. And I played all three this year. Um, yeah. And definitely two is not as good as one. People who say two is better than one are mental. But two is the best looking Bayonetta game. And two is much better than I remembered it from my first time playing it. 
and playing one and going straight into two like a matter of weeks later just like uh, because I was still on the top of my game from finishing <laughs> one I was just constantly doing yeah. beautiful moves and like Bayonetta in the best graphics she's ever had pulling off amazing moves and getting pure platinums is just Mwah. and then Bayonetta 3 yeah there's like wacky over the top carnage it makes me think when you're a kid and you watch Power Rangers the question you ask is why don't they just use the Megazord from the start every episode and there's some bullshit reason in universe but the real answer is because then you wouldn't have an episode and like Bayonetta 3 is the oh what if you could just use your demon through the whole fight and the answer is well then the fight's not very interesting I don't know if I entirely agree with that I think that the well, it depends on how far you got. I, I thought the demons added enough to the combat to keep it fresh. I, I didn't feel they detracted. I didn't feel it messed up my combo or anything. Like I felt that they, they were they ex, they were extra moves, and they were extra moves. I actually felt I was capable of using. Like I'd say with those kind of games, there's a lot of moves I just will never use. I'm, I'm not going to do anything that involves a pause. Like it's just that's not something that's going to hit my rhythm. Um, but you know, just having to hold down ZL and suddenly get this whole new move set for a limited time. That's nice and strong and can get some quick staggers and stuff. I, I felt that worked very well. Um, yeah. I, the, the only downside I would say is that I, I didn't necessarily love uh, Viola as much, but then, you know, counters aren't really my vibe. So mm. that's, uh, <laughs> that, that, that is very much a me thing as opposed to a, a, oh, a general thing. I imagine. I vote. So how much of that, 2D genre stealth stuff is there in the overall game. Oh, there's like three bits and they're really okay, short. Okay, that's like, fine. Because like... I was like, oh, what is yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that stuff is just un- not even worth thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I said, like it's. I'm not saying it's a bad game for those reasons. But I do. I definitely still on my list of bayonet is probably just goes one, two, three. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I think the lack of shine is definitely a thing, but then I also consider that for anything that happens on the Switch these days, unfortunately. So, like, I just don't. No, but Bayonetta two still looks anymore. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know. I know it's not impossible, but I just like to enjoy Switch games. I've just had to switch off thinking about graphics in my mind. I, no. So I just don't analyze them whatsoever. Well, the problem, my problem with Bayonetta 3 is that I can't just see code. There's too much nonsense going on in the way, whereas Bayonetta 1 and 2, I was just like <laughs> in the zone like Neo at some points. Mm. But may- maybe maybe I will. it will click and I'll actually end up enjoying it. A lot I more. think it's definitely worth I, I, I'm, I'm definitely it. I'm definitely not going to play it. I'm definitely curious to hear. Because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I actually I ended up liking Astral Chain quite a lot. And that took a really... I hated that I, it, it was fun. It's just... It, it did, yeah, that it, did eventually click as... for me. Yeah. It's just not as instant mm. to like get, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Mus, you get another guess. There's still one more for Jay and one more for Andy. Oh, and one more Jesus. for yourself. to guess that. What? Oh, that's unfair. <laughs> that seems unfair. <laughs> I don't know. Jay, you love fighting games. Do you love the King of Fighters one that came out this year? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it, but uh, well, I'd actually, I played a little bit of it uh, at Glaze Games and very much enjoyed what I played. But, um, didn't make the list. <laughs> it didn't, I, well, I never actually bought it in the end. There you um, go. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I think I need someone to play the fighting game with, mm. um, unless there's substantial single-player content like a Soul Calibur 6, which I was able to play and enjoy. 
or just is it Soul Calibur Six or just called Soul Calibur? No, it's Six. Yeah, anyway. No, it's Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, otherwise, I would need like somebody to fire it up with you know a couple times a week and actually get some fights in, which wasn't that freaking fire sadly. But it did look good. I think it is meant to be the best fighting game this year for what it's worth. Annoyingly, Musto has another guess. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andy, I know you're you're not a dog person, are you? Don't really. Um, no. Shit, well, no. I was going to guess oh, this. Not an animal person. <laughs> JJ, are you, a, are you a dog person or are you a cat person? I'm not a dog person. Not a dog I'm person. A you are a cat person. person. So you obviously loved Stray, didn't you? <laughs> didn't play it, mate, for sure. <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, That's you didn't my... play it, Jay? No, I was I. Uh, thanks, Musk, because my next guess was gonna be Jay Stray. When he, <laughs> when he was doing his Game Awards votes, he kept banging on about it. Yeah, I think that was. I <laughs> like the look of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you've done me a favour there. I saw um, some clips of Limmy playing Stray, and he was quite fun. Uh, quite funnily enough, because he's a funny fella. Not a fan of that game. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely fine. Yeah. Like, it did not make my shortlist. Shortlist. <laughs> right, it didn't make my longlist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's my guess. And I'm going to go for Jane. I'm not going to guess Stray. Um, Sensible. Jay, did this game make your list? Mm. Sifu. It did not. You didn't play it. Ah. Oh, I thought I'd be up your street. Uh, it probably will be when I get around to it. Just, yeah, haven't played it yet. All right, Andy, your guess. Oh, this is going to be tough times. I just can't think what else Miles has played that's going to make his top ones, and I've gone for the obvious must ones, so I don't know what else is on his list. I've got a little idea I might um, guess for us, but there's a guess, I've got an idea two guesses both, yeah. from both of you before I get a chance, so... Hmm... Um, I'm assuming he hasn't gone for Stranger of Paradise because that would be a mad mislead if he's done that. He's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> was Returnal this year or was it last year? That was like launch PS5, wasn't it? That was ages ago. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, he was well into that. It might have been a year before last year. Great game. No, it was last year. Um, Hades was definitely last year. <laughs> Hades was Fuck. also the year before last. The only thing I could possibly think of is if he's trying to do some bullshit about the Witchery release that happened or is happening, even though. Wait, unless Neo Twelve was out this year. Nope. Was Neo... nope. Wait, it was Neo Twelve. Is it Neo Twelve this I year? I think so. Ah, oh, fuck! That was also last year. Fuck. Um, all right, fuck it, Witcher. <laughs> Witcher 3. No, not The Witcher 3. <laughs> um, I, I, I did not engage with that bullshit answer, but um, I did play it this year. Uh, no, did I finish it? I, I finished it this year. Um, I guess it took a while, but yeah, fun game. Very good game. All right, Jay has two Me guesses. I? I've got one for each of you. I'm going to start with Andy. Cult of the Lamb? Cult of the Lamb is not on the list, nor the uh, long list. Shame. Mus, I don't know if you played it. Total War Warhammer 3? I have not played it. If I had it, probably would have been on my list. But there's enough things that I haven't played that I've put on my list. 
shortlist this year. I've heard very good things about it, though. And it is on Game Pass, so I probably will uh, give it a download at some point. Get around to it at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm out, I'm out that was my two guesses. So. Okay, Andy, you got another go? Fuck. I think if we go all oh, four of us without a correct answer, we end it, right? Okay. Oh, but should we give clues now at this point? No, no, no. Because I've got no, a, no, 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 no. no, not not yet. Yeah. Should we remind um, us of the rules that we set? Would that help? Because <laughs> we did say so it was if it came it out was... on another platform, but if it yeah. had a release this year, and the other rule was expansions or yeah. major updates count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't think of anything that's been released on another platform this year that you would have gone. The for. reason I said that is insane, but luckily it didn't come up. Can I? I got to tell you, it's not on anyone else's list. I was going to say Kingdom Hearts because it came out on Switch this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh I should have done it. <laughs> Damn it. You didn't even play it this year. There's no mm. way it could be on your list. I did. I played the whole series oh, this yeah, year. You, whoa, fucking hell, yeah. You play games very fast. <laughs> I wonder if this is maybe a game that you played on Switch that I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing playing it on Switch? Um, is it your turn, Luke? It's Andy's turn. No, it's my go. I guess Jay. Oh, right. well, I'm guessing Jay. I can't. I, I, oh, yeah, all must. But what were we going to guess from us? <laughs> I guess from us. That's an I think I know what Mus's and Jay's are. It's you. I don't know. Okay, fuck it. I'll go for Mus. I'll go Cult. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about it. That's, that's probably the my favourite game that I have played this year. Oh, well, that's, really? that's yeah, well, yeah, no, number three on there. your list, Mus. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite game? I mean, that actually came out this year, I suppose, as opposed to like a service-y type yeah. uh, eternal yeah. game that you'll never stop playing once you start playing it. Uh, yeah, that's no, just good. Did you stream it? I have not streamed Call of the Lamb, but I know it's got a lot of Twitch uh, integration. Yeah, into I was it. wondering that because. Um, yeah. But I uh, no, I just I just played it. It was nice to just have a game that you could I could sort of methodically work through. It's a very much a lighter version of uh, a game like The Binding of Isaac. There's not as much random builds and stuff that will happen but it's got its variation it's got a cute little town building thing and villages and stuff it's just a nice it's just a nice time it's just a nice time murdering uh your cult and stuff so and collecting shit you get to do that too so that's, that's always good we'll shout out to digimon world appreciate that i forgot it existed <laughs> but actually yeah hold up i'm giving it a little go it's uh no it's it's, it's a fun game um i don't think it's going to be like a, it's not like an all-timer uh, but considering that <laughs> yeah, I crossed out so many games I haven't yet played but really want to from my list because you've all gone through them, it's, uh, it's now on here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just good. It's good, I would recommend. No, it's, it's a fun game for sure. Like, I think um, well, I definitely got into it at the time. I just think that, like, I thought you, you too quickly settle into a rhythm of just going in, doing the dungeon, sacrificing people for the sake of it. Like I think the loop just becomes a little too repetitive, a little too mm-hmm. fast. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's good fun. Like yeah, it, for for a quick, far away, fun time indie game, good time. Yeah, and I don't think I was looking for it to be more than that, you know. So it's one of those games where it's like, yeah, is it as good as like I don't know, fucking Elden Ring or God of War? No, but I don't think it's fair to make those comparisons, you know. For what it is, I think it it does what it needs to. I look for every game. To yeah, well. <laughs> okay then right my next guess for Jay Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak 
that is not in my top three. Ooh. <laughs> it was in the reserve, though, but very good guess, yes. Um, it was... Um, well, it was my fifth place one. Technically, it's one outside of the top three now <laughs> after a couple got stolen. Um, but yeah, um, love Tom Break. Really, really good. Really good expansion. Just more, more Rise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I liked it a lot. I think I liked Rise more because obviously I'm a big nerd for Japanese culture more than I am for gothic horror. And it had a nice, and I know this was a big thing for Andy, Rise had a nice little single-player campaign next to a multiplayer campaign. For a sunbreak, I ended up just yeah. playing through the game single-player, and multiplayer wasn't really a thing, apart from when we did it for the podcast. Uh, but if you're a fan listener of Monster Hunter, you should probably listen to Monster Mash Podcast. You already do. But in case you don't, do that. There we go. All right. Mus, can you yeah. guess Jay or Andy's last game? Yeah, Jay loves um, Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> I have started playing it. I've not finished it yet, so I didn't put it on my list. I also started um, playing it. Probably, ha- had I finished it, it probably would end up of charting very highly. Oh, I think um, I just guessed what Jay's might actually be. No. But Mus has got another um, guess first. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um haven't played enough of it to... See All right. how it holds out, but enjoying it so far. All right, listen, I I, I knew that, uh, but what you what I really meant <laughs> to say uh, was uh, that new Plague Tale game. You love that new Plague Tale game, Plague Tale, <laughs> Plague Tale, whatever it's called. Little rat boy. <laughs> Not played it. I liked the first one though. It was fine. <laughs> I'm basing this purely off of the fact that I know you played the first one and you drafted it to the <laughs> Fantasy Creator League that we have. <laughs> I did. Yes, I did draft it. All right then, Luke. James J. Moyles, James of the Year's mm-hmm. third game of the year is Omori. It is! Well done! <laughs> well done indeed. So it came out in PC in 2020 but never actually got a console release until this year. On oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, we're talk, we've talked a couple of times about games made for us. I think Amori is a game made for me. It's, you know, um, very much in the vein of your, your Earthbounds and, and Undertales, good soundtrack, um, quirky dialogue, every, all the trappings of those styles of games. Um, I think what I really liked about Amori, and it's hard to get into, I mean, to be fair, I can mention this because it comes up blank as a, as a content warning at the beginning but it does deal with some really heavy topics mm. about mental health and, 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 and depression and um, I think because of the fact that there was a more serious story behind all the zaniness whereas Earthbound and, and, and Undertale they're still quirky stories at their heart um, this with, with, with serious moments this had a, like a more of a serious tone um, and I and I really enjoyed the story in this in this game. Like um, blown away with it. Um, is the combat amazing? No, but that's not why I play these styles what, of games. Is it really, to be honest, combat or is it something fun? It is, yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's turn based combat. And then there's 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 a neat little like quirk to it in that. So the way the combat works is you your attacks and your abilities cause enemies or party members to experience different emotions like one of your party members could annoy another one which makes them angrier 
which makes them hit harder but take more damage, for example. Um, there's a bit of strategy involved in there. I'm not saying it's like, oh, it's totally terrible. It, it's fine. It's serviceable. It's not like uh, the why I enjoyed that game so much as I did. Um, I just enjoyed it because of um, the story it told, um, the, the, the the music, the and yeah, I mean, I don't take like screenshots that I have on my Switch, but I find myself like documenting little moments that happen through that game quite often, just taking a little snap every now and then as I was playing, just to go back and remember it. Um, and I think it's the game that made me feel the most this year, which I think is a massive achievement unto itself. And uh, yeah, more people should play it. I think it's very much worth a go. Um, maybe you won't get the same experience uh, with it as as I did there, but I think it's very much worth a play for 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 anybody. Um, you, as I said though, you probably won't get as much of it out of me because of how much I love those styles of games. But yes, it was in my top three and uh, uh, well guessed. Okay, here's where we currently stand. All of Jay's games are guessed. And he has one point from guessing. All of my games are guessed. I have four points from guessing. All of Mus's games are guessed. He has two points from guessing. Andy has four points from guessing. And there is one more Andy game for the rest of us to guess. (laughs) So he's got the hope that me or Mus get it. (laughs) Take take joint first. I would say we... Wait, no, I I need to hope they don't get it, Well, no, if if I get it, then I would win. But surely I should win by having the last. Well, that's game. what I was going to say. Me, Jay. Uh, here's my suggestion: Me, Jay, and Musk get one guess each. If one of us gets it, okay. we get the point. If none of us get get it, Andy gets the extra point and wins. Okay, that's fair. And I think it, it should be me and Musk to guess first for yeah. Oh, All right, for yeah, drama for reasons. Whoa, wait, wait, why are we making it easier for Luke? Fuck that shit. Because <laughs> that's more the, the more fun way to do it. <laughs> Oh, well, it... <laughs> not for me. <laughs> if we did it in order, it would be J. Luke Mus, and I assume Mus's guess is not going to help me much. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll do J. Mus Luke. J. Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. It is not. It'd be okay. insane if it was that. <laughs> but then I can't think. Wow. You've really got into it, to be fair, for what it's worth. I didn't, but sure. You did. <laughs> you did quite a bit. Yeah, but like as a background kind of game, like it's, uh, it's perfect for just sit, sticking on, watching some TV, or listening to a podcast and so. grinding out some shit. You, you kept talking about it all the time. You were like, "I love, I, mean, if you, I love them." What? I know what was <laughs> to confirm. I think that the game is slightly too rushed. I feel you don't actually get enough time to actually enjoy each individual story. Um, and that kind of also leaves some films quite unbalanced compared to the others. I think the original trilogy in it is quite Look, it's good. not one of your games, it quite so a nice let's, let's yeah, But outside of that, <laughs> not so much. Mm. Mas, what's your guess for Andy's last game? Well, well, well. Andy, it comes to this. I could guess something sensible, which might mean that I win. A point. A fruitless point. An Andy assist point. Or I could guess something stupid, <laughs> which might not help anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh what am I? What am I gonna do? Uh, no one knows. Um, I think I'll guess for uh, immortality. as being it. Unfortunately, that is on the list of games that I Ooh. missed. Um, I also made a, a special little list. Um, but yes, immortality is one I definitely will try before the mm. game of the year shows come out everywhere. Um, but 
because Midnight Suns has taken yeah. over my life. I have no chance. <laughs> it's, it's a shame for me. The timing of this podcast isn't great because uh, if I if Chris if I was on my Christmas holiday, I would have absolutely smashed through God of War and played it, Midnight Suns and played it. And this is probably another <laughs> one that I've seen. It looks like an interesting game, so I want to give it a go. But I'm but at a point in my life. Hear this? All of these things will have happened. I know, but I'm <laughs> in my life now where... You can put an addendum at the of, end. <laughs> for me, with a, with a new game that is like a, a single-player game and not just an online e-servicey type game, you know, I want to I wanna be in the right headspace and have the time to just get, get really immersed into it, you know? Mm. And I feel like I stop playing a lot of games. Like, I bought Project Triangle Strategy. I didn't, didn't finish it. <laughs> didn't come close to finishing it because it just, you know... Uh, so it's like, yeah... That's just how my habits are. If I have a big holiday, ooh, then we're talking. But anyway, it's not immortality, so it doesn't matter. Right, so... No, unfortunately, I, I, I did find her story a little too frustrating, and then I found it too scary because <laughs> I freaked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got two games that I'm thinking well, it might no. be. I really hope it's ooh. one and not the other. So my okay. two are... Do you want to tell, tell me the two games? Two see them both, it doesn't matter. No, Horizon, yeah. Forbidden West, and Neon White. I would lose so much respect for Andy if Horizon has beaten Bayonetta. <laughs> so I'm going to guess Neon White. Fuck. It's Neon White. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon is... Probably the worst game I've played. Yeah, this year. Say, I'm so glad he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't like it. He did not enjoy that game. It, but, yeah, I was all the shit I was saying just to piss you off about God of War. I genuinely think is what the Horizon games are. I enjoyed the first Horizon game. Yeah, but the second one was just too. It, it, that kind of was just more of the same, and it was an absolute fucking mess. I hate it. I, I genuinely. That game made me quite angry. But let's not talk about that game. Let's talk about um, Neon White. But yes, exactly. Let's talk about Neon White. Neon White is phenomenal. So that was my number two, um, just in case you hadn't figured that out. But th- this is my original three. I got exactly the three I wanted. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but yes, no, Neon White is just... Oh, the second I sat down to play that game, I just could not stop. Just the, the momentum, is it's incredible. You're just running through these levels, bumming through, just like... And you immediately want to replay it and get the full, um, the, the the best grade and find the secret present and do all the challenges and get faster and like I I don't care for score attacks but this is the best score attack that I've ever played. Combining that with some phenomenal first person platforming, um, it it it's just a wild ride. Like I mean, the story I could probably take or leave, but like. It, it, it doesn't matter it's not like you play those sort of games, there's right? so much good times yeah exactly that's it um it, it, i even did a couple of the like challenge modes where you have to do like uh, a set of levels without dying or without reloading or whatever it's it it's just fun to play and i, I still intend to go back to it like it's one i keep installed on my pc just in case i ever fancy a quick run of it it's it's the best it's the best nice well yeah, one is one definitely on my list if I get around to it at some point as well. Like, um, obviously, I have heard you picking it up. I yeah, I heard a lot about it. Like I was planning to buy it and play it on my trip to the UK, and then my trip to the UK ended up not actually having a load of free time to play video games, and I just never found the reason to buy it after that. So I might try and play it on my trip uh, in my winter vacation in a few weeks. 
So, at the end of the day, Jay's top three games of the year are in third place, Omori, second place, God of War Ragnarok, and first place, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> Mus's games of the year? In third place, Call of the Lamb. <laughs> in second place, Dead by Daylight. And his game of the year, 2022, <laughs> is League of Legends. <laughs> And these top three games of the year are number three, Bayonetta 3, at number two, Neon White, and at number one, Marvel Midnight Suns. Hey! And me and Andy are the two who actually get our genuine top three games of the year to be the ones that we put Because, <laughs> Luke, your champion, reigning champion as we end the year, so a champion of 2022, and, you know... As there will be a hiatus before we come back, I expect probably the longest reigning champion in game game show history. <laughs> My number three, Pokemon Legends Arceus. At number two, Splatoon 3. At number one, Elden Ring. I'm not sure how I feel about this point scoring system. I feel you should have been punished for being too predictable. Um, no, that's not the point. It was a bit guessing. Yeah, I know. He, in fact, if anything, there, he helped us. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's list, mm. if he'd got his way, was Elden Ring, Final Fantasy XIV, and God of War Ragnarok. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have expected Final Fantasy XIV, to be fair, because it wasn't fucking out this year. See, if I, if to be fair, I only just included that once we made the rules off. Uh, okay, so let's, yeah, uh, why not? If I'd got my way, it, I propose it that been... Jay loses his one and only point for putting Final Fantasy XIV in there. All in favour. I agree. <laughs> I mean, obviously that, that's I got agree. that point by guessing that somebody had Elden Ring on their list, so it's not worth much anyways. <laughs> yeah, if, I'd, if I got my way, it would have been Elden Ring number one. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't write them in order, right? Yeah. No, but Elden Ring was written would have been my number. Cult of Lamb, Elden Ring, Pokemon Legends. So. Yeah, probably would have gone Elden Ring, Cult of Lamb, and then Pokemon Arceus. But cool. you know, Midnight Suns would probably be my number one if I'd actually played it. God of War would probably be on the top three if I'd actually played it. But, yeah. Well, I'll just give a quick shout out to Hard Space Shipbreaker and Inscription for getting. So close, but I was gonna guess to steal my games. Yeah. <laughs> really good. You yeah. should yeah. download it now. Yep. Inscription is the game I had to add in because it technically came out last year. But yeah. So, well, to Mass Smurf and Matt, thanks for listening this year. <laughs> for the other twenty listeners who apparently download this every week, thanks for listening. Why not get in touch? Tell us who you are. Tell us what you want. What you like. My mate listens game to. Show. You'll find us on Twitter at Game Game Show, and we're on all the podcasting apps: Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please give us a little five star rating and a review, and link a friend who's into games. Tell him this is funny. Give it a listen, because let me tell you, not a lot of people listening. <laughs> but we're still going to keep making it, though. We enjoy yeah, this one. Like Andy was saying last week, oh, we make it to make people. We don't. We make it for our own amusement. <laughs> we just like. Yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> A hundred percent. I was not seriously I saying know, know, that we're doing it for the hundred percent. That was a song. <laughs> like the Ron's episode for out. my own amusement. So that's it. If I stop <laughs> editing and putting these out, we'd probably just keep doing them. You guys wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I'll listen to them. Ah, oh, good. There we go. We found one of the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one of them's me. So there's only like. 
And the 20 does include Smurf, Mass, and Matt. So actually, we've only got 15 other listeners. <laughs> so to those 15 listeners, I hope you had a lovely 2022. And I hope you'll come back for another wonderful 2023 with Game Game Show. We are going to take a hiatus just now, but don't miss me too much. I'm going to copyright that for 2023. <laughs> I won, I get to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's understandable and fair. <laughs> Catch us right. next thing. Also, you're not actually Bayonetta. You don't own Don't Miss Me Too Much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that controversy. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah.